You're listening to episode 47 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Thank you for pressing play and hanging out with me today. So excited and grateful to have you here with me. Now, we didn't release an episode last week. Life has been so busy and I generally do my best to batch episodes, to batch content, but I realized I had no content. I had no episode. Um, We've been making some amazing changes in the Fat Fueled Female Method for January 2023. So my focus and excitement has really been around that. So I'm so excited to share with you guys what's going to be happening in 2023 with the Triple F Method. So stay tuned for that. But my apologies if you missed me last week, but we are back, okay? Another announcement I want to say is I've put together a guide called Six Secrets About Digestion Your Family Doctor Won't Know. Now, if you want a copy of this, just hit me up on the Instagrams and DM me the word guide and I will send it your way. All right, so let's dive into today's topic. The title of this episode is Do You Always Put Your Needs Last? Do you always put your needs last? Now, the type of women I generally work with are ambitious, high-performing females who wear so many freaking hats, whether it's a busy career woman, a CEO, a busy mom. We do everything, okay? We are like the foundation. We are the nucleus. We are legit the glue that holds everything together. We wear so many hats. We get so much stuff done in a day. And often what happens because we're so multifaceted and we do so many things and we have so many roles and we're so busy is a lot of the times the health and the fitness get put onto the back burner. So for example, you are like a shark in business, you're making deals happen, you're signing more clients, whatever it is, whatever you do, or maybe you're just like a busy mom and you're like a super, all moms are superstars, but you're an extra superstar mom. You're making all your kids meals, you're driving them to school, you're taking them to all their extracurricular activities, you're helping with them with their homework, you're doing all of the things. And I love that because strong, empowering women raise strong, empowering children, right? But generally what can happen, I see it time and time again, is you put all your energy into being that powerhouse businesswoman or that superhero mom that your health and your fitness level gets put to the bottom of the totem pole. And 
there are three things that, you know, many women do that get stuck on putting your needs at the very, very bottom of the totem pole, putting your needs last. And I'm going to go over three that I, I'm going to go over three right now. So number one is when you're super busy, it's like, I'll just eat when I can. It's like, I'll just grab a bagel when I'm out or I'll order takeout or I'll just grab a muffin or grab a cookie or grab a croissant or whatever is convenient. There's like no planning ahead. It's like you plan ahead for everything else, for your work schedule, for these sales calls, for whatever it is, for these client meetings. And you plan ahead for all your children's needs or even your husband or your partner or your parents, your parents taking them to appointments, whatever it is. But when it comes to yourself, all of that kind of falls to the waistline. And when you're not planning your meals, a lot of the time what happens is you're just like grabbing things. Oh, this grabbing some almonds, grabbing some chips, grabbing some popcorn, grabbing something because you're quite busy. And so you can be snacking a lot. You may be having like a lot of snacks and just throwing stuff in when you can. And you're eating more frequently, but the foods you're eating aren't the best quality foods because it's based on convenience and you're just not intentional with your nutritional choices, okay? Because you're so busy. I get it. Now, number two is you do the very best you can based on your busy schedule. You're, you're working out, but it's not the consistency you would like. It's like, oh, I'm moving this client here or Johnny has soccer here so I can fit in a spin class here or I can fit in a Pilates class here or I can do yoga there, right? So you're working out but there's no consistency. It's very sporadic. There's no momentum. It's like, okay, maybe I'll work out once this week or twice this week. Then life gets a hold of you. Your schedule gets busy. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's another two weeks and I haven't, you know, gone to the gym or I haven't done my boot camp class or whatever it is. Okay. And then number three is you put work and your kids, and I kind of already talked about this at the beginning, but you put work, your kids, your husband, your partner, everyone your dogs, your pets, your animals, you put everyone's needs before you. Now, because of this, what happens is black, (laughs) I love black, but black may be your favorite color. You're like, yep, I'm just going to put some black on again today to hide your body. Or you're wearing more baggy clothes. Maybe you used to wear a bit more form-fitting stuff, but you're wearing more flowy things or baggy things, not because you particularly like that look. Maybe you do, but because you just don't feel super confident in your body. I know when I'm on my period, I get super bloated. Like I'm not wearing a form-fitting top. I'm going to wear something baggy, okay? But I'm not talking just about being on your period. I'm talking about, you know, six or almost maybe seven days out of the week, you're choosing things that are kind of hiding your body or you're choosing black or you're choosing really dark color clothes and you're not embracing your fashion. You're just like, okay, I'm just going to put whatever's on that I feel okay in that doesn't show too much of my body and that's it, right? And fashion is so fun. Fashion you like shows through your personality. You can express yourself. Fashion is 
fun. And when you can go and shop online, I love shopping online. The thing is you don't know how it fits until you get it, but then you can return it, whatever. I just, I love shopping in general. Sometimes shopping in line is great too, because sometimes those fitting room, those dressing room lighting is no bueno, but sometimes they're lit up really great, right? Anyways, I'm going a bit off topic here, but If you find yourself like just buying clothes that you're like, whatever, this will do. And I want you to rewind the clock back when you were maybe a teenager or maybe, you know, picking out your grad dress or maybe in your early 20s when like shopping was really fun and going with the newest types of fashion and styles you were excited about. And maybe now that's just not that important to you because of how you feel about your body. Okay. Another thing that comes to mind too is like vacation. At first, when you hear about a vacation, you're like, yes, I get to go to Hawaii or I'm going to Bali or I'm going to Mexico. And then the second thought that creeps into your mind is, oh my gosh, I have to put a bathing suit on. What type of bathing suit am I going to wear? What kind of sarong or wrap or cover up can I get that I feel confident in? Or maybe it's something like a wedding, wedding seasons, wedding seasons coming up and you're invited to a couple weddings. Again, you get excited, but then the second thought that creeps into your mind is, crap, what am I going to wear, right? So, you know, a lot of the times it's like we're putting so much time and energy into our careers and our businesses. And I understand that so well as an entrepreneur. Like, I get it. No one's going to build your business for you except yourself. You got to put in the reps or you're putting all your energy into your children. Like, hockey, hockey moms, like, whoa, man, that is like a part-time job. How many times you have to take your kid to hockey practice and games and all the equipment, it costs an arm and a leg or soccer games, gymnastic, dance, whatever it is, all of that energy you are putting into your kids. And we love our kids. I get that. I don't have kids yet. I have dog kids and those are my kids right now. But what I want to ask you is what about you? What about you? When was the last time that your needs were met for you? And a lot of the times when I ask clients that on consultations or calls, sometimes people can't really remember. They're like, I don't remember when I just carved out enough time for myself. And I get it as busy women. We don't have the luxury of when we were 20 years old and we were single and we had all the time in the world. I'm not asking you to uh, commit (laughs) to three or four hours a day. That's probably not realistic for most people. But it's like, can you carve out 20 minutes? 30 minutes? What can you scale back on to move your body or to be intentional with your nutrition? It really doesn't take that much effort if you have a strategic plan of how you're going to do it and you're not navigating into the nutrition and into the fitness world blindly, right? So What happens is if you're like kind of how I brought it back to, I think it was uh, one of the 
attributes or behaviors that these types of women follow when you put your needs last is you're just grabbing whatever you can on the go. You're not planning ahead with your nutrition. Maybe you are a little bit. Maybe you're bringing an apple or a banana or you're bringing some almonds, but you're not actually putting as much focus onto your nutrition as you could. And the ironic thing is if you put more attention and focus into your nutrition and fitness, you would excel and feel even more of a rock star in every single area of your life. And when you're grabbing food and, you know, when you're grabbing stuff like takeout or salad bar or whatever it is, even if it's like a healthier restaurant, you have to remind yourself that they do use 20, 10 to 20% more calories in restaurant quality food. And also the oils they are cooking with are generally super inflammatory. Uh, I forget what episode it is. I think uh, I'll link it in the show notes, but I believe it's the problem with eating out at restaurants. And I talk all about inflammatory oils there, particularly omega-6, canola, soy, uh, cornflour, canola, soy, sunflower, sawflower, soybean. I think I already said that. Um, Grapeseed oil, rice bran, All of those are in that episode if you want to learn more about that. But when you're, okay, first off, when you're eating those foods, again, more calories. And also, you're eating, for the most part, unless you're eating like a really plain salad and you're eating like dressing on the side. Um, And if you're having these foods all the time, you're going to be eating these inflammatory oils that can promote inflammation because they're inflammatory and they can bog you down and they can actually zap your energy. So again, it's like we think, oh, well, this is convenient for me. So I'm just going to order this off an app or I'm just going to call down to uh, the local restaurant below my office and order my regular meal. And we think it's convenient. And it is technically convenient at that moment, but let's expand it. Let's look at two things. A, your finances, how much you're spending on purchasing food every day, and then B, your long-term health. How great are you going to be feeling if you're eating quote-unquote shit food every single day? It's okay. I think it's fine if you're eating out like... I probably order skip the dishes once a week. I like sushi. I don't make sushi, right? It's about really finding your nutritional baseline. And that's what I talk about a lot with my clients when we start out. What are your non-negotiables? What is your nutritional baseline? But again, if it's every day you're ordering out and takeout and all of the things, it's not going to be great for your health long term. And it's not going to be great for your wallet. I remember I had a client who... I have a couple clients like this actually who we get Starbucks every day. Like they now you can get the app and you can like pre-order whatever your drink is. And I'm like, yo, let's like switch this up to bulletproof coffees. Or yeah, they both were coffee drinkers. So we switched up to bulletproof coffees. You can do bulletproof matchas or bulletproof cacaos or bulletproof teas. Anyways, we did the budget on how much she was spending on Starbucks, and it was something ridiculous. I think it was almost like six hundred dollars a month to something something ridiculous on coffee and again I could go on a tangent how coffee beans are really important you don't want them to be moldy you want them to be lab tested so Starbucks doesn't have the best quality coffee okay it's just convenience they are literally everywhere so and then when you're eating more frequently snacking is not 
good for you all the time. And, you know, I understand why you would maybe think, well, I need to be snacking all the time because, you know, you're told back in the day, fitness professionals, that you have to eat multiple meals a day to be good for your health, to boost your metabolism. And that is such a farce when you're always eating your metabolism is always working. It's always having to break down food. I want you to think of like, and your blood sugar, especially if you're not being intentional, if you're a lot of the convenient foods, they're carb heavy, right? Bagels, croissants, chips, popcorn, muffins, cookies, all of it. It's not like, oh, can I get a side of a steak? Like, do you know what I mean? Most of the food that is convenient is carb heavy. So when you're always eating, your blood sugar is going to be up and down, up and down, up and down. That can affect other hormones such as obviously insulin and your stress hormone cortisol. And when you are always eating, you're never giving your body time to do house cleaning, to do repair, to regenerate. And it's kind of similar to keeping your computer on all day. I have an online business, so my computer is on all day long, but I turn it off every night because if I keep it running all day long, even if it's on sleep mode, it's not going to give me the longevity and it's probably going to crap out. I have a Mac. They do last pretty long, but it's probably not going to run as efficiently if I keep it on 24-7. So it's the same kind of premise with your digestion. You want to give your body time and space to be focusing on autophagy, which is cell renewal, cleaning your system out, house cleaning, opposed to always breaking down food. And fasting really is anti-aging, helps with hormones, your growth hormone. There's so many benefits from fasting and not always shoving stuff down the hatch. Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof, he's got a great book called Fast This Way. So many different ways to fast. I obviously teach fasting with your feminine, not obviously, I teach fasting with your feminine cycle because our feminine or our circadian rhythm is very different than a man's so we're not going to be able to do OMAD which is one meal a day every day that's not going to be good for your energy it's not going to be good for your libido it's not going to be great for your hormonal health but fasting if you look back to our ancestors that is how our ancestors ate okay they hunted they gathered they had food they fed And then they fasted, right? So again, it's being intentional with your nutrition and taking as much time and love and energy you put into every single person around you and just put a little bit of that back into yourself. I get it. We are busy superhero women and you know, you're mapping out your schedule for your kids or you're mapping out your schedule for work and you're following up with clients and you're following up with, I don't know, potential leads. Say you're a realtor. You're, You're always like putting in the time and energy for your business or your kids or your family. But the one thing that gets put into the trunk or into the backseat is your health and fitness. And I want you to think of it like this. If you had a if you have a child and your kids learning how to play soccer and when they're little they're so cute. They look like little I remember my sister um when she was learning 
they used to say they were bananas because you know bananas stick together and they'd be like spread out bananas I think I'm I think I'm phrasing this wrong I think there was a more clever phrase but I'm just saying say your kid is learning how to play soccer and they usually have I grew up playing soccer usually have two practices a week and one game usually for women for girls in Vancouver Canada it was on Sundays I know for boys it was on Saturdays so say you only brought your kid to one practice a month and then one game a month well to be frank your kid's not going to be very good (laughs) unless they're practicing all the time at home right and it's like same thing say you have boardroom calls every week twice a week for your career and you show up once a month. Well, your team's not going to be very happy with you. If you're the boss, well, you're not leading by example. Or if you have a boss, your boss isn't probably going to be really happy. So it's the same premise with your fitness or with your nutrition. If you're going once a week, twice a week, and there's no consistency, there's no momentum, you're not moving the needle in a positive direction. A, you're not going to want to continue because you're not seeing any changes. And B, you're not going to get the results because you're not being consistent, right? So we as humans, we need two things. We require two things, consistency and momentum. We have to feel as if what we're doing is actually moving the needle and pushing us in the direction that we want and that we desire and that we choose. So let's let's say that, you know, you decide, you know what, I'm going to take some of that energy I put into everyone else and I'm going to put that into my nutrition, my fitness, and I'm going to be devoted to stepping into this more expansive, even more kick-ass version of myself. So you're like, you know what? The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to change my nutrition. I'm going to change what I'm putting onto my plate. Now, a lot of the times with nutrition programs, if the goal is fat loss, where most women will start is slashing the calories and reducing the calories. And the problem with that is it doesn't take into consideration of where your current energy is, how much food you are eating. It doesn't take into consideration your bio individuality and your body, your stress, your activity level, your age, all of that, your digestive capacity, your hormones, your gut health, that is so, so, so specific to you and no one else, right? So if you're coming from a place and you're like, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, let's do this. And it's just like, let's cut calories, okay? Well, calories are a part of the weight loss story. I always say they are a tool in your health toolbox. They are a way for us to measure energy, but it is not the end all be all, okay? So if any of this episode resonated with you and you're that high-performing, ambitious female and it's time. You're like, I'm ready to fuel my body efficiently, move my body the way it's supposed to move and get the health I deserve and crush it even harder and show up even better in all all areas of your life, then I invite you to send me a DM on Instagram. First off, get the guide all about digestion. Um, secrets that your family doctor will not know because digestion is how we get nourished. This is how we get extract those raw materials to look and feel 
and be our best selves. So send me a DM on Instagram, just saying guide, and I'll be more than happy to send it your way. And then also, if you have any questions, if any of this episode resonated with you, again, send me a DM on Instagram, just say Hey, what's up? I listened to episode 47. I need some clarification on this or whatever it may be. I love hearing from you guys. So we are back again. My apologies for missing last week. And I look forward. I hope this episode gave you some clarity. And I look forward to catching all of you beautiful humans next week. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.